Hi, welcome to the Little Boxes Podcast. This is a podcast specifically for those interested in residential real estate, but not necessarily investing in real estate. If you look at your podcast app and you search real estate, you probably come up with a million different versions of how to invest in real estate, how to get rich in real estate, or podcasts for real estate agents and helping them be better agents. This is not one of those. This is for you. This is for the normal person who probably owns a home or would like to own a home and maybe tips and tricks on how to increase the value of your home. Maybe you're looking to sell that home or buy another home. And we're going to talk through the ins and outs of residential real estate. These are based on conversations that I have every day with clients or potential clients. And they're things that I know that I, that I assume other people know. And I find out every time I talk to somebody that there's a lack of information out there. You don't have to be a real estate agent to be an expert in owning a house. It's one of the largest investments you'll probably ever make. It's the most common investment in the U.S. And so we want to give as much information as we possibly can. So a little bit about myself. My name is Christian Stahl. I'm a real estate agent with the Stahl and Stahl Group at Better Homes and Gardens Lifestyles Realty in Jacksonville, Florida. My wife, Cavi, is the other half of Stahl and Stahl Group. And we have been in residential real estate for a number of years. And we found that there is a lack of information in this format. There's written information everywhere. Everyone's got a website. And in Jacksonville, everybody knows a realtor. But I don't know how many of those realtors are actively participating in buying and selling homes. There are about 8,900 agents in the Jacksonville area, but only about 2,400 homes close each month. And so that means that many of those agents are not selling homes even monthly. And so, and some of them I'm sure are not even selling one home a year. That's just, you have a license, you get to call yourself a real estate agent. That doesn't mean that you're actually out doing it. My wife, Cavi and I are out doing it. I showed a house earlier today. It's one of our listings in Neptune Beach. This is information that comes as a result of living this day to day and being surrounded by real estate and not really having anywhere that I can go and have these conversations. Our schools have done a terrible job of helping people understand how to build wealth and how to invest and how to make good financial decisions. I see that on a daily basis. And so we're going to cover a bunch of those topics that I think are missing from schools and are missing from the average person's vocabulary and an experience level. I'm a real estate agent in Jacksonville. I was born and raised here in Jacksonville. I went to school here, I graduated high school here. I left, I joined the US Army, deployed to Afghanistan and Iraq. And then I came back here and I went to school at the University of North Florida for my undergrad in political science and economics. Economics is my true love, but I thought, If I go to law school, I need a political science degree. So I just did both at the same time. And I fell in love with economics and looking at markets, reading markets and determining whether something is a good idea or a bad idea based on statistics and the way that these the trends are looking for us. And so that's actually the reason I didn't go to law school. I looked at the market for lawyers and I said, okay, well, half of these recent graduates are not working in law at all whatsoever. But all of them went to school, spent three years and $100,000 plus on tuition and boarding and all of that. 
and and over half of them got a zero rate of return for that. That's a pretty big disparity in rate of return versus investment. So I said, okay, well, that's just not the direction I'm gonna go. I love the law and I love looking at the way laws are written in politics and things like that, but, but it just didn't make any sense for me. When I got out of college, I said, well, I have this other degree that I like a lot more, and so let's see what I can do with that. And I went and worked for one of the largest financial institutions in the United States. It's definitely the largest privately held financial institution in the United States. I'm not gonna drop names, but you can probably figure out who it is. For a little while, I was sitting on a trading desk after passing all of my licensing exams and I was helping folks trade stocks and bonds and options and educating them a little bit because as I said, this is just not part of our education system. Things like investing and budgeting are just not covered enough. And so if your parents weren't great at it, you probably don't know a lot until you make some mistakes and learn from those mistakes. So I went from that trading desk and helping clients understand these products as I was also helping them trade them on the market, buy and sell them. And an opportunity came available that I could help new hires at this institution learn all of these same things and pass their licensing exams. This financial institution had a program that once you got hired, you didn't need to have a license. They would put you through a number of weeks of training and then teach you all of the things you needed to know to then go pass the test. The Series 7 and 63 are very difficult tests mostly the series seven, that's the the bear. If you've seen the movie Wolf of Wall Street, it's one that they talk about there and how happy they are when they pass it. It's very, very difficult test. But I had the privilege of taking this very complex, dense topic and trying to apply it to real things and make it more real. And so it wasn't just memorizing definitions and how to apply them, it was making it real. And so that makes it a little easier to understand. So I'm gonna bring that experience into the real estate world. There is a lot of information out there in the written word, websites and things like that, but you have to really go and look for it and you have to kind of know what you're talking about just to find it. I wanna bring a little bit of that, especially the real estate specific stuff, to you in this format. I think it's very easy and it's only gonna get better from here. This is the introduction. This is the very first episode of this podcast and we're gonna dive into a number of topics over the coming weeks and months. You will have much more information at the end of even this episode, but definitely the next several episodes than you did when you began. After leaving that financial institution, I came into the real estate world. My wife had already been an agent for a number of years, and so I came on and we formed the Stall and Stall team. And we help people buy and sell real estate We help people buy additional properties for rental income. We love working with families that are either having to buy a little bit larger house to accommodate their growing family or helping people downsize after their kids go off to college. They've done a successful job of raising these kids and now they just don't need all that room anymore. And so we help them find a little bit smaller place, people retiring to Florida. And those stories inform what we do here. So we live in this world. We talk to agents on a regular basis. We are agents, but we realize that most people do not. Most people only learn things through trial and error. Let me help you learn from someone else's error and you just do it right the first time. So that's the purpose of this. The title, Little Boxes, I don't know if you recognize it. Maybe you you did but didn't know why. It's a folk song from the 60s that became very popular when it was the theme song for the television show Weeds. And it's basically a social commentary, at least it was back then, disagreeing with this, this rat race, people trying to attain this 
ticky tacky box up on a hill that's just a slightly different color than the one next to it and how that isn't a worthwhile goal and you shouldn't be doing it or people should most people shouldn't be doing it well what i'd like to do is use that name and expand on that idea of a little box if it was just a box then you wouldn't need photos and you wouldn't need to take a tour and you wouldn't need an experienced agent to help you through the process and it wouldn't matter so much when you were getting ready to sell it but we fill these little boxes with so many memories and we make them look like a reflection of us and, and we take care of them and it's a time capsule. It's also the place where we put our life. And so it's not just a little box, but it's so much more than that. And it's also the biggest investment most families will ever make. That's going to be the topic of our first episode that we're going to dive into later on is why you should buy a house versus renting a house or why you should own a house versus renting a house. It's almost always better to own a house than to rent a house. And if you don't think you can, then we're gonna give you some ideas on how to make that happen if it's something that you want to do. This was just a little bit about me and a little bit about the podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned. We're going to have some additional episodes. We're going to have some really good information. The first one, again, is going to be why you should own a house versus renting a house. And, we're, and from there, we're going to talk about homestead exemption and return on investment on improvements and all sorts of things in the coming weeks. So stay tuned, and I look forward to seeing you back here. Thank you.